Well. Welcome back. Welcome back to a thing, everyone. Yay, a thing. <laughs> a thing that's going to say episode 110 of Dragon Ball Super's English dub aired last night because today's Mother's Day, so I'm going to talk about it for a second. It sucked. Don't watch it. Watch it in Japanese. Moving on. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everyone. This is Nancy. The angry Dragon Ball fan over here. Hi. <laughs> Who sometimes goes by Corey, you know, when he doesn't feel... I'm like... salty. <laughs> so salty. But that's okay. So, so salty. That's all right. But in honor of Mother's Day, I do think it's important that we start talking about child gambling. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> those little kids spending my money. Yours isn't old enough to do it just yet, but it has been announced that um, senators are pushing plan, uh, pushing bills to um, uh, to uh, ban loot boxes uh, to children, which I think is awesome because I've never liked the idea of loot boxes and. I know they can be addicting. <laughs> so any of those pay to play games where you can get, you know, extra bonuses or extra skins, um, unless they're the age of 18 or older, um, they wouldn't be able to get the loot boxes. So that's totally going to change the game. Things like Fortnite. Blech. Fortnite. Ah, yes, fork knife. <laughs> Look, so I got some feels on this. What you got? One, it was introduced by Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri. I have some personal feelings about Senator Josh Hawley that I will save for another time that's not this podcast. <laughs> oh, and Let's by the way, it's pronounced Missouri. <laughs> I, long, long, very story short, I happen to be a very great admirer of someone who ran against him in Senate, and the only reason Holly won is because of our Cheeto-in-Chief. Ah, uh, Commander Cheeto. I'm not saying that as a dig or as an insult or anything as a it, I just call him the Cheeto-in-Chief. I mean, his hair, it screams Cheeto to me. Not his skin but, tone? <laughs> not his hair, mainly. <laughs> but... Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. We're not going to go political on this too much. Other than I completely disagree with everything that is going on with this. <laughs> uh, see, I know that you don't it's... like involvement of anything by any certain entity. <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. So here's, here's my reasons, though. And this actually doesn't have much to do with that. My first question is how do you guarantee that the person buying it's over 18 years old? Oh, you have a button where it says, are you 18 or older? Click yes to confirm. Yeah, I've been clicking those on porn sites since I was 14. <laughs> Any kid with the computer knowledge is going to be able to get around whatever they put up unless you have to like tie it to a social security number. And if that's the case, that's not going to happen. The other yeah. thing is, these kids who are spending money on them, where are their parents? Why aren't the parents or the 
the, the daycare or the nanny or whoever their parents have hired to watch them if they're affluent children. Where are they at? And if they're affluent children, this isn't an issue anyway. Mommy and daddy don't care. But this goes into the government is not your parent. Your parents are your parents. Good parenting would lead to children not spending so much money on these games unless their parents allowed them to. But the other side of it is there's kids, and I read an article earlier, and if I'll find a link, I'll drop it later um, about this. But there's actually kids in schools that are bullying each other over what their characters in Fortnite wear because of these loot boxes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that. I'm I'm of the the mindset of like a little bullying doesn't hurt anybody until it hurts someone. Right. But I but... got bullied. I turned out okay. And honestly, I think because I was bullied, I'm not as big of a piece of shit of a person as Pro Jared. Maybe as hey, we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> we will be. Yeah, we're gonna we talk about be. it. He's he's uh on the roster today. But my my main issue with the whole loot boxes thing outside of the whole microtransaction culture because i can go off on a tangent about my microtransactions forever but my main issue with the loot boxes is that it does it does simulate gambling in like a sense where you know you get a loot box and you're really taking a shot in the dark as to like if you're going to get the skin that you want and then I know that they they reel you in by giving you like let's say five free loot boxes every week. I don't play these types of games, so I don't know firsthand. But for the sake of the argument, five free loot boxes a week. I feel like that would make sense. And you open up those, and you don't get the skin. But then you set you see a little thing that's like, oh, I can buy another five for just ninety nine cents. That's it. <laughs> and you that's. Know. That's where it starts. And we even had a friend who played a free game that's a mobile game and just so happens to be a Dragon Ball game. Hey, I play the same game. You do play the same game. And are we, we have talking about our friend, friend Alexander? We are talking about Alexander, where he actually he played the game probably for what? Almost a year, I feel like. We have he been actually... playing this game since its second year anniversary, and we're about to hit its fifth. Okay, so three years. I'm sorry. But, so you guys have been playing it for a long time, but he finally purchased something because he wanted a certain, was a certain card, right? He didn't get it either, that's right. He wanted, he wanted Gogeta so bad. And he didn't get it. So Neither he took a gamble, and... I know that he also cut himself off from the game for a while because he's like, I spent money on this game. Uh-huh. And the shame that you feel. Well, I, I think he he took a, a good hiatus. Yeah. I was going to mention <laughs> this, actually. I was going to bring him up because he actually does play another game that has kind of a pay to, a loot box, if you will, a, a pay to get things with microtransactions uh, with League of Legends. Yeah. To get new champions and to get skins for them, etc. Is it a loot box? No, you know what you're paying for, but it's a microtransaction. The way I feel with microtransactions in games is if you really like a game and you're willing to spend the money to keep playing it in different ways, more power to you. I hate DLC. I think games should be complete when they're shipped half the time. And you shouldn't be <laughs> doing day one patches where you're patching in half the game. Where but it takes another... 
two hours before you even get to play the game when you've been waiting to play this game forever now. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> and for loot boxes, you know what? If you're someone who works all the time and doesn't have time to unlock all the cool gadgets in a game and you can spend the money and afford it, then you are the total person a loot box is for. If you want to reward your kids with items for games, that's what a loot box can be for. I don't think that that's you not need what to, it is for. But I don't think you need to go out and ban the in-app in-app purchases like that, because then it's not just kids that are going to suffer; the adults will too. Because now the adults are going to have to go through and maybe put in passwords on the kids that are honest. Kids that aren't honest aren't going to tell their parents when it's not going to do anything. It's like the government making it illegal to drive your car. You're still going to. It's still going to happen. Exactly. It's going to do nothing. So it's just to make something against the law to punish people that are doing maybe the right thing already. And it just makes no sense to me. Makes about as much sense as releasing Tetris 99 and making you pay $10 for a single player. So stupid. Okay. I have feelings on this because I love Tetris. Tetris 99 scares me. Just because it's I'm old, not kind of true, kind of not true, but I'm old and I'm used to classic Tetris. I'm not used to like this battle royale. So I've wanted an offline mode to like practice. Uh-huh. And I was I was excited. They're like, oh, we're doing an offline mode. And I'm like, sweet. And then I saw the $10 price tag and I said, Nani the fuck? Because I already pay for Nintendo's online service. <laughs> so yeah. why do I have to pay more to use something that's not connected to that online service? Please tell me, Nintendo Senpai. Please. <laughs> I can give you the answer. Oh, I mean money. The answer is because you're not using the online service to play the single player. <sighs> it just makes like, me so mad. That is unfortunately the reason. I hate this. I wish I could pay $10. This is this goes back to my remember when games used to be shipped complete. I've played Tetris 99. I've gotten top 15 maybe once or twice. I haven't got any higher than that. I it's addicting. You can sit there for hours and play it. The remix of the Tetris theme is awesome. The new things you can do by making your T-spins and swapping pieces for later. It's great. Sabotaging someone's run is fun, and by targeting attackers and knocking them out, it makes you feel good. Again, Saboteur! I was so happy that it was free when I got my Switch. It was about the time it came out, and I got the online. Which, hey, real quick, heads up, guys. If you have a Switch in Amazon Prime, go get that free year of online. Um, back to the aside here. Paying $10 for just the offline purchase makes me feel ripped off. I should have just been able to pay $10 for the entire game and used it with the online service. You guys give me free NES games already? Tell you what, instead of making Tetris 99 free online, drop me a Super Nintendo. And let's go. Right. And it's... I don't know. To me, it's... It's asinine. Because, like I said, I love Tetris. And when I was on those super cheap old flip phones, it was my go-to game to play on the bus snake. or just chilling. I I'm not that good at snake. I'm much better I, at Tetris. I'm really good at snake. <laughs> I'm much better at Tetris. But Tetris 99 is a whole different ball game and I'm a little bit out of it. So that's why I was like, "Oh, 
I was excited. And now I'm disappointed. Because, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going to be paying $10 for offline for Tetris 99. I'll download the free regular Tetris on my phone and practice that way and just hope for the best when I'm I finally decide. To ten- Psst, I'm probably going to pay the $10 for the offline mode. <gasps> Shocking. I hate the fact I'm going to say that because I hate doing it, but I love Tetris and being able to just play offline when I want to not play against people and just maybe not, maybe be on an airplane and not able to get on, not, not wanting <laughs> to pay for the ripoff that is in-flight Wi-Fi. I can play Tetris. If I'm at work, I can play Tetris on my Switch. So it and makes not sense have to, to worry about lasting the entirety of a match if you're playing it on break or something. And not have Wi-Fi anyway, because let's just face it, I'm not going to try attempt to get on Wi-Fi where I work. But... Yeah, I would advise against it. Yeah, so <laughs> I just don't trust public Wi-Fis either. So, unfortunately. Why we need VPNs? If any VPNs want to sponsor us, hey. Yeah. Right. I love me a good VPN. <laughs> One day, maybe. One day. Maybe. But yeah, I'm just not... I don't know. Nintendo could have done this one a little better. But of course, Tetris is owned by EA, so does it really not surprise you? I mean, no. (laughs) If we're being totally honest, that's all EA is known for is the uh, microtransactions. So they just, they found a different way to get us this time. Yep, apparently. (laughs) But... You know, there is something gaming-related coming up. E3? Yeah. Actually, E3 is coming up here in about, what, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah? Three weeks About three so. weeks. About three weeks until E3. Are you and excited? I am. Um, unfortunately, Sony won't be there this year. Well, I think it's because Sony's a little jealous because Xbox and Nintendo are like all buddy buddy now because like there's a whole bunch of cross platforming and we're all friends over here and Sony's still on the pout couch. Just so, but Sony also <laughs> is doing their own like Sony. And they call it the Sony Play events. I think is what it's called. But it's like a Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct, like Nintendo does all the time. Right. Um. So. Them skipping E3 to do their own thing, that's fine. Expect probably at a conference sometime in June from them with all the big, big games. Um, One did recently just run. Where they showed off something that I personally thought was dead. (laughs) Like, how dead? Like, I don't think we heard about it for four years. Ooh, that is pretty dead. But hey, Final Fantasy VII Remake's alive. Looks great. Aerith is still sweet. <laughs> they showed off the nice would you hear flower scene, which is very iconic. I was and going say. And you know what? I would say spoilers, but this game's tw- 20, 21, 22 years old now. Can I spoil a 22 year old game? 
Is that a thing? Even though there's a new generation of people this is being made for, can't I spoil something that's 22 years old? Uh, no. Seeing, you need to check your source material. <laughs> seeing her rendered and them rendered this way, it looks like it does for Advent children, and knowing that Aerith dies makes it all that much more of a feels moment seeing these scenes with her rendered because you know how short she is in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it looks like you're watching Advent Children. Oh. The downside is they're making it episodic, so much like you know the Minecraft story mode games and such, it's episode one, two, three of the story. And unless each episode is the length of a disc, I will be disappointed. Right, because it's really going to cut up the gameplay. And again, that goes back to what you were saying of like, give me a finished game Just all at once. Just give me this game on a disc as Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's all I want. Yes, it's, we don't, we, we, we don't, we, it's more of a modern combat like it was in Final Fantasy XV. That's fine. I understand. I get it. Character models look a little different for people. I get it. But it's Final Fantasy VII. And if they're going to make us gouge us for pricing on this, just go play the original. <laughs> yeah. But, you can hate the graphics, but the graphics will humble you. But we'll get more about this at E3 during Square's press conference. And I actually have the times for when the press conferences start in the days. Oh. So you have it all. EA actually isn't going to be technically at E3. They're going to have the EA Play event. That one's going to be on the 8th of June, starting at 11 a.m. Pacific. Plus or minus your couple of hours for your specific time zones. Um, Microsoft kicks things off for E3 proper on Sunday with their inside Xbox prof uh, conference. That's at 1 Pacific. Um, all times will be in Pacific here. Bethesda's after that at 5.30, and Devolver Digital has the nightcap for that one at 9. PC Gamers, the NECA is on Monday the 10th. PC Gamers starts off at 11. Limited Run Games at 12. Ubisoft's at 1. Uh, KF Game. Oh, kind of funny games. Huh. I didn't know they had anything showing this year. It's at 4.30 mm -hmm. on that Monday. And sliding into Sony's former slot is Square with the primetime 6 p.m. Oh. Nintendo will be things bright and early on Tuesday morning to close it out at 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I also hear they're going to be talking about Animal Crossing. I'm excited. I don't care, but I know a lot of people do. <laughs> Animal Crossing Switch <laughs> is going to be great. I am a big Animal Crossing fan. Um, I am not, but... It is so much fun just to waste time in it. I mean, you're, you're playing Stardew Valley now. You very well may get into Animal Crossing with the Switch. And especially if the multiplayer features exist with visiting towns, you'll get into it with us. I can guarantee it. <laughs> you guys are just going to rope me into it, just like y'all rope me into literally everything else. Well, I mean, <laughs> Mr. A hasn't played it either. Ever. So I have to rope you both into it. Really? Yeah. He's never played Animal Crossing, but he's up for it because of Isabel. I'm shook. Um, there is a Smash Bros. tournament going on at E3 this year, and there's going to be a Final Fantasy concert before the um, on the Sunday before E3. Some of the games confirmed so far that are just 100% be there. Borderlands 3, the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Dying Light 2, 
Doom Eternal, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, The Sinking City. Um, some of the rumors are Nintendo will be bringing Pokemon Short and Sword and Shield, of course, Animal Crossing Switch, and there was one other, uh, Mario Maker, be coming out right around that time. So they'll have the final that's, showing for that. That's what I'm excited for. I don't quite know what Microsoft plans on bringing exclusive. Um, I can look real quick. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not a... I I personally do not own an Xbox. So, so far... I really like Xbox, but I own a PlayStation. Microsoft doesn't have anything confirmed on their website for it. So... It's going to be a huge surprise. Rumors. Yeah, I don't know any of the rumors that they're there. Um... We'll just have to get in touch with our sources, you know? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Google, go. Go, Google, go. All right, here's a list of games confirmed for E3 2019. And this is updated as of the 9th of May, so about three days ago from today. That we're recording to date ourselves. B Simulator, Battlefield 5, Apex Legends, Anthem, uh, Borderlands 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Doom Eternal, Dying Light 2, Farmer's Dynasty, FIFA. I'm just going to highlight some of the big names instead of reading them all. Okay. And I'll, here's the link for you, Miss Nancy. Thank you. If there's any you want to highlight that I'm missing. Apparently, ooh, a console version of The Sims 4. Ooh, I know you like your world-building game. I do. Uh, Sinking City, Riftbreaker, Paranoia, Overpass, Monster, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne. Ooh. Halo Infinite's been confirmed. Some rumored games, if you scroll down a little bit here. We can hi- highlight a little bit of that. Gears 5. Uh-huh. Elder Scrolls Blade, which is currently in open access beta on Android. Interesting. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Interesting. There was a trailer for that that came out. Looks really interesting. Uh, Gears Tactics. Other rumors. Final Fantasy VII Remake has been confirmed that it will be there. So that's just a quick rundown. Um, I will. We will bring some more E3 news as more comes to you in the next coming weeks until the show. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I just You totally glossed over B-Simulator? I know nothing of B-Simulator. <laughs> Me either. But B-Simulator. I have I, questions. I'm assuming you're a B? Hopefully it's nothing like the B-movie the game. Oh game. man, you gotta be Jerry Seinfeld as a B? Come on now. Oh, no thank you. Let's see. I am Googling it, and it is currently on Steam. It's... Yeah, you are a bee. Ah! See the world through the eyes of a bee. Compete with other bees in races, collect pollen, perform waggle dances, and explore a world inspired by Central Park in New York. Play it with your family or friends, choosing between three modes, including co-op and versus split screen. I'm, I'm sold. Planned Save release date is the end of 2019. Merry Christmas! Get to be and a bee. And there is some visuals of it here. I'll let you see that. But yes, 
V-Simulator coming soon to a computer near you. Yeah, this is. B is looking a little wonky, but not bad. Become a B. Yeah, I'm sold already. <laughs> right. I want to fly around as a B. This is what the B movie, the game wishes it could have been. <laughs> Maybe that's just what the B movie should have been, which Ants was a better movie than the B movie anyway. Oh, Ants was a fantastic movie. So underrated. I mean, in retrospect, looking at it and knowing what everybody does currently know about everything with Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Changes things just a little bit. But Stallone as an ant was great. So good. And they even gave that ant the Stallone jaw. Just like... Yes. So you other... knew it was him. <laughs> yep. You just knew it was Stallone. But... Yeah, so, E3. Coming soon, but like, harken back, yeah, like I said, we will talk a little bit more about E3 as more things get announced. We'll talk about it and keep E3 tabs open until today or days can, of the show. And then we can all react together. Yeah. Ah! So, so, we want to get a little. I little nitty gritty. I mean, this, yeah. I mean, we need to. It is something big that came out over the last couple of days that's been talked about, and maybe we should talk about it. So, <sighs> critics are saying that Facebook needs to break up. And basically, what they mean by that is Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram should be three separate companies. Again. Again, because Facebook had bought both of them. And of course, Facebook is Facebook. All hail Zuckerberg. So <laughs> basically, critics are saying that this is un-American and... It's not a traditional American business model, um, which I kind of I have a different opinion on. But that's I very just much what... have a different opinion about that. <laughs> it is a very typical American thing to do is, hey, this company's doing well. They're competing with us. We have an opportunity to buy out our competitor. Let's do it. Yeah. And nobody's the most American them. thing. It's the most American thing ever. You, you can look at any cable company, but so, I digress. I could. So the, likely, the, the likelihood of this actually happening is relatively small. Yeah, I mean, slim to none. Very slim to none. Certain presidential candidates are saying they want to break up Facebook, Amazon, and Google and make them all smaller companies. Um, I hate Facebook. <laughs> it's a necessary evil. I miss MySpace. We did Tom it's, so dirty. He gave us everything. Around. I know, but it's it's also not the same platform anymore. It's, it's, it's used for music. Yeah. But so I I don't think it's time to break up Facebook. I I 
I don't. I don't think they have a monopoly on the social networking industry in a world where we still have Twitter. Until Twitter gets bought, that's that's your line. And Tumblr. <laughs> but you still have Twitter. You have Tumblr. There's other well, social still- networking services out there. You have LinkedIn for the professional side. There's other ways to link with people. You know, Twitch itself is a way to link with people through a community and form. I argue uh-huh. that that could be considered a social network. YouTube itself is a very moving and a very social platform way since Google closed their social platform, Google+. Plus. Thank God. I mean, yeah, oh, I no. <laughs> I, I, some of the features from Google+, Plus have made their way into Android, um, with like the Hangouts and stuff, which are some n- n- novel features. Right. Um, Not enough to make a whole platform off of, though. And it's, but is it time to break up Facebook? No. Is it time to hold Facebook to some stricter policies with privacy and the way they handle our data and the way they sell our data and et cetera, et cetera? Yes. Breaking up Facebook won't fix the way they handle our data. They already have it. <laughs> yeah, I think if there was a thing to get nitpicky about Facebook with, it would be data sharing and you know the way that they sell us ads. That's priority number one. However, as someone who uses both Facebook and Instagram more so than you do. Yeah, Instagram for sure. I know you dislike Instagram. <laughs> we had a conversation. I have before one. We started recording. <laughs> I, I have, you have one, one out, of, out of necessity. I think I've updated it twice in the last two. And one of those was when my son was born, which may have been the last one. Was. I'm a little bit more active on Instagram. Be sure you follow at Miss Bobancy. Shameless plug while we're talking about this. Um, Links in the description. <laughs> make sure you check it out. But back to what I was saying. I use Facebook to check up on people across the country that I like to keep in my life. And then... Also, I have Instagram for, you know, other interests of mine or just stuff I don't want family to see. But when my ads start looking the same on Facebook and Instagram, and they both feed off of each other, just like how uh, Instagram stole stories from Snapchat, and now everyone has an Instagram story that they can use instead, and now Facebook... Shout out to another social network that isn't owned by. Yes, Snapchat. I love my Snapchat. I'm I actually, actually a... use the crap out of Snapchat. You know, I'm a beta tester for Snapchat. I've nice. had Snapchat since launch. Like, I haven't. I haven't. I am... I've only had it since Ron. Yeah, I'm OG Snapchatter. I've had it since probably like since my first smartphone that could support Snapchat. That's when I got it. I think and... I've had my Twitter since about the time it launched i was late to twitter i everyone was hopping on twitter and i hardly use twitter and that's because i talk too much so 140 characters is not enough for it's more now it's like two something woo still not enough (laughs) not for me that's why you make threads but we'll talk about threads in a minute (laughs) Ooh, yes we will i can't wait to get but i think it's important to 
separate. Because I also think that if we had separate platforms, but they both basically function almost the same way, then what's the point? I would like to see what Instagram more so could be without Facebook's tendrils. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, I wish Instagram was... I haven't used Instagram. Bought it. <laughs> if that gives you an idea. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's just not for me. I'm not a very photo-taking person. I don't. I take Snapchats, and I usually don't take them of myself. I'm a very vain person. I like my face, so I take a lot of pictures. <laughs> you know, that's just me. I'm personally not a very photogenic guy. I don't really like taking pictures. So the whole Instagram thing doesn't matter to me. And I've never used WhatsApp in my life. I did, but only when I was too poor to have a actual like cell phone like I used Facebook plan. Messenger. No, I had WhatsApp because it, it works as texting over Wi-Fi. So it's like Android's solution to iPhone uh, communications through Wi-Fi where you can still text on an iPhone to another iPhone via Wi-Fi. Right. That's kind of like Android solution to that problem is WhatsApp. So you get an actual number. You can't, you can text people on it, but it has to be done through Wi-Fi or data. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So some of the precedent people are citing for wanting to break up Facebook is two things. There's two cases in particular they're citing that, could lead to a president to want to at least bring, bring proceedings to try to break up Facebook. So the first was against AT&T. And they, it, it happened. They made AT&T split apart into the baby bells. That's where you got SBC and, you know, the different, you know, you got Southwestern Bell and South Bell and West Bell and et cetera, et cetera. That's where all that came from in the 80s. That's where that one is. The other one they're trying to cite for technology-centric companies is Microsoft, where the government ordered them to split into two companies, and then Microsoft basically said, no, we're going to appeal this, and we're told they didn't have to. So those are the two cases they're citing as precedents. Um, so far, the FTC has just declined to comment on Facebook, and if they are looking to actually break it up at the moment. Um, but looking at these cases in the history of tech, tech companies, there's, there's really no indication that they're going to do anything. Um, there's really no... There's not a good reason to do it, I guess is the way they put it. There's not enough momentum on a political scale to break that apart. We're all too brainwashed. We, we're like, no, just give me my Facebook. We don't care about anything else. Look, in about 20 years, it's all going to be owned by Disney anyway, so wait till then. Then we can just let the mouse own it all like they already Oh, oh <laughs> Master Mickey and... Oh, hey, all. <laughs> I'm the mascot of an evil corporation. Oh, so, I heard there was more drama than I thought on YouTube this week. Oh my god. The tea is hot. The tea is getting spilled. 
I'm saying tea because we're talking about YouTube and everyone on YouTube just talks about the tea. Be careful, tea stains. Yes, tea stains are hard to clean up. Careful so, what you spill. <laughs> I was only aware of one of these incidents. What was this one about the makeup world? Ah, uh, we, we got Sister James Charles versus Tati Westbrook of uh, Sugar Bear Hair. Okay. And basically, what had happened? What had happened was, is James Charles was at Coachella and took some of her competition's vitamins and was promoting it over Instagram in in trade for security, quote unquote, at Coachella. And then she got upset, and then he started doing damage control. Didn't really apologize to her. So then. Like James that was apparently talking to drama channels about it, trying to like monetize the situation. So then uh Tati did, just did she put him on blast? Oh, she went in and she went for blood. So she, she made him, this huh? Oh, yeeted so hard. Cause she it was a forty-five minute yeet of a video. <laughs> and basically spilled all the tea about James Charles. And I'll tell you this, I'll be transparent. I loved James Charles. Keyword loved. Um, I have his palette. I have his brush set. I watched his videos because I do very much enjoy beating my face. Um, after everything that I've learned, I don't think I'll be able to uh, watch him anymore. I've already unsubscribed. Um, he's lost almost two million subscribers. Actually, after how many this did he have? 16 million. He was the first beauty channel to ever reach 16 million, surpassing Jeffree Star, who's been on the platform for a lot longer and had like the second highest. And he was actually very like, you know, recognized in the um, in all of YouTube for how many, you know, how many subscribers and just like the entire community, because he he grew very fast, especially for a beauty channel. It was unprecedented. So okay. he went from 16 million, now he's down to like 14, and it's still going down. Um, after wow. all the tea, after all the tea that Tati had spilled, and basically the the I think the biggest reason why people are unsubscribing is because he is a serial sexual harasser to straight males. And he would apparently manipulate men into maybe thinking that they were straight or like sliding into DMs of obviously very straight men being like oh everyone's a little mm, you know um so there's the biggest part of the team on top gotcha. of there i could go i can go in on this but yeah so tati oh. is now gaining a lot of the subscribers james charles has lost and that's one part of the youtube drama that happened this week <laughs> that sounds like some drama, sexual harassment, not funny. I think she was, that, that, that really does make me a little panic. Yeah, as it should. But, so there was more drama on YouTube this week, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, so we had the beauty community drama, and now we have the... <laughs> we have the YouTube gaming community drama that still hmm. has some fallout happening to this day. We're going on, what, three full days now? Oh, it's been a full drama train on this one so yeah let me paint a scene i got up the other morning what was it thursday morning it was thursday, thursday morning. i, got I up, was off 
I, I had to go. In. I was up with my little dude, you know, using the bathroom, get a notification, take a look, see that a YouTuber I follow named Pro Jared had tweeted the first time in a really long time. He released a statement saying, in short, that differences due to therapy that hasn't resolved it, him and his wife were separating. Made Felt it really seem bad. Amicable. Made it oh. seem amicable. I felt really bad for him. You know, I was like, oh, that sucks, you know? It always sucks to get divorced. Well, then I saw a tweet from his ex-wife that Jared had blocked her and had slept with a friend of theirs who who a member of the Game Grumps team. She wasn't named, too. And to be honest, this is one of my favorite parts of the tea, is where no names were said at first, but when Holly Conrad commented on Pro Jared's tweet of, I will be here for you. My favorite part out of all of this drama, and I don't, I'm going to just make this really short, is the top reply to Holly's tweet, Dolan Duck came out of Twitter retirement to call out the bruh moment there. And <laughs> that was my favorite part. That so far has been one of my favorite parts of this. But yeah, so <laughs> Holly's tweet, which was shown to Jared's ex-wife Heidi, then proceeded with the naming of Holly and the shaming that then came from some of the tweets and the nice long standing that, yeah, Jared had been sleeping with her behind the back and that... You know, he had an explicit Snapchat set up for fans that he had said he had deleted and didn't, and there used to be a Tumblr page where fans would send in nudes, and then it turns out these girls that he was talking to, some of them were underage. That's where the problem is. And then Jared's dick <laughs> came out on Twitter. Bird dick. Woo! Some things, my friends, bleach will not be enough to see. Don't go looking for it. I'm fortunate enough to have not seen it. I am not. Thank you, Twitter replies. Um, <laughs> now you know why I don't use Twitter that often. The one I was on of Twitter, but I was on Twitter all day that day, though. So props to the props to the T, because that's the longest I ever spent on Twitter. So the drama, of it, so that's just part of the drama, though, because then there's other YouTubers that get involved in Jared's friends, <laughs> who defend him tooth and nail or called out and retreat from Twitter and then come back later in the evening with an apology for how they acted after the fans revolted against them and at least to PBG's part um, Peanut Butter Gamer if you want to see his channel he actually does some really good stuff to his part at least he did personally apologize in his tweet to his to Heidi as well so like to his part he apologized um, you know they did come back and say that hey my bad so, bad stuff, guys, with Pro Jared there, soliciting you know, picks from minors, and the minors coming forward. Um, and I won't, if you want to go find the drama, just go search on Twitter for Pro Jared, you'll see all of it. Um, Glorious. We'll, I'll post some links to it, sure. Um, but there's a couple of things out of this I want to highlight. One is one particular YouTuber's response, and... The recognition he deserves for the way he's doing it. Is it our bearded boy? It is. And the other one is another 
is well, I want to highlight three things actually. The way he responded, the way the company group that they all were in responded, but I also want to highlight the way one of those other members responded. And that came through today. Yes, you had showed me that earlier today. So, yeah, Gerard, the completionist, is donating $5,000 to a couple of different charities. And he's posting the receipts on his Twitter feed. If you just go search for... I actually don't know what his Twitter handle is. I think it's at JK completes it. I think that's what it is. Um, we'll confirm. Hold on. We'll confirm. Yes, if you can search either the completionist or JK completes it on Twitter. Um, but he is donating to the Trevor uh, the Trevor Project, Futures Without Violence, um, NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, those three charities he's each giving $5,000 to. And he has posted receipts from the ones he's been able to. Because he even said that his bank does not like the money. <laughs> but he did post one of the receipts already. So I really like the way he, he handled it. By basically, he didn't acknowledge it. I mean, he said that the way about pro Jared and his actions, the way it's, you know, not acceptable, kind of found his way to skirt around all of it without addressing it directly. And I like the way he did it. I just want to highlight that. Go check out The Completionist and uh, Super Beard Bros on YouTube. Give him some support because that's a really cool way to respond to something like this. That is something he went above and beyond to do because he didn't have to do that. He he definitely took a bad situation and turned it into something wonderful for not just one, but multiple organizations. So he gets a clap and a half. Um, Normal Boots did remove Pro Jared from Normal Boots and release their statement about it. You can search that on their Twitter at Normal Boots. That's the one quick thing I wanted to highlight. They did remove him from Normal Boots. He's no longer associated. Everything he's done with Normal Boots has been removed from their YouTube channel, including, sadly, the Pokemon um, Madness episode that wasn't finished. We will never know who the best Gen 1 evolution line is, but I'm sure they'll redo it. Also and I also, um, I, I want to highlight as well, just really quick, that on the Pro Jared subreddit, he was actually removed. It became a Scott the Waz. It became a Scott the Waz thread. <laughs> Whenever a YouTube channel dies, Scott the Waz takes over. Go check out Scott <laughs> the Waz. He's great. Also, Game Grumps removed all their Pro Jared. So... And they have completely avoided the situation. Um, Ross himself has said, just leave him alone. He doesn't care. He's moved on. I give him props because he's such a sweet bean. But today, Satchel Drakes left Normal Boots as a response to this. Because while it's not their fault and they removed Pro Jared, he just decided this was a time. And after given the situation, it's, he didn't want to be a part of Normal Boots anymore. So props to Satch. But all of that to me, and here it is. Yeah, you retweeted the Dolan Duck. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Dolan Duck. But I guess really the conclusion to all of this is just don't 
don't be a pro Jared. Yeah, I think that's our PSA. Don't you know, don't, don't cheat on your wife with your friend's ex-wife. Lie to your friends, block her on Twitter, and then cause a fallout to people who aren't involved. I mean, this got JonTron trending on Twitter for absolutely no reason, just because people wanted to reference what happened with him in Normal Boots to it, which everyone's moved past. You know, having to get other YouTubers to have to put out statements about your actions, not a good look. So don't be a pro, Jared. He's lost his uh, verification on his, um, he's no longer verified on Twitter. And how many subs is he down now? He is down exactly 200,000 from his 1 million subs. From his 1,036,000 subs, he's down to, I think, 836,000 now. About half of that happened in the first 24 hours. Wow. So, for a smaller channel on YouTube gaming, that's a big hit. But it's his entire life right there, gone. He did put out a statement recently. Um, that he was not going to be able to make it to the descent this year. Because which... his, his subscriber count has already descended. Uh... Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, the, the replies are some... I'm going to have to get these memes. They're gold. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, I would definitely rate his actions as a broken marriage out of 10. Ooh. <laughs> That's a deep cut, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, until the next time, don't be a pro, Jared. Don't forget, guys, we have social medias all over the interwebs, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. Oh, me, yeah. Nancy Bobancy. <laughs> And yeah, I'm really bad at promoting <laughs> myself. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at one not so ninja. Uh, podcast has some things as well. Um, we've got a Facebook page up. Um, links in the description for the episode. Follow us on Twitter at at pod at at pod thing, and you can always email us as well at a thingpod at gmail .com. We would love to have conversation with you guys about anything that we've been talking about or things that you would like us to talk about even. Yeah. Mm. We huh. look forward to hearing from all of you lovely people. At some point in time. Hopefully soon. Sooner the better. All right. Well, <laughs> don't be pro-Jareds. Don't be pro-Jared. <laughs>